Hello and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week's episode is the pros and cons of Mexico. Uh, first, I'm, before I get into the pros and cons of Mexico, I will say I am to- so sorry that I have not been able to release this podcast on time. Uh, it has been a very hectic few days in Mexico where I've gone from Puerto Escondido to Mexico City and then gone out, explored Mexico City and lost track of the time uh, and realized it was Sunday and that I was indeed meant to put out a episode. It's not like me at all, normally very organized and normally on top of things, as you know. However, let's get into the podcast, the juicy last of the series within Mexico. This is the last of the Mexican podcasts. It has been an absolute pleasure to be here, but I'm going to be brutally honest. I'm going to give some some critiques that should help everyone who travels to Mexico themselves and whether they want to travel to Mexico in the first place. Mexico City has not let me down so far, so I am going to start off on a really positive is that Mexico City is a beautiful, vibrant, modern, architecturally stunning and naturally stunning as well uh, city. The, the, there are very few cons to Mexico City so far. The pros for me uh, for Mexico City in general is that you have parks everywhere. You can go to a park and it's the it's got the second largest park on earth nearby. It is absolutely I thought I was in you know, I thought I was in New York. I thought I was in Central Park all of a sudden. It is huge. It has a zoo in it for goodness sake. It has like all of these little stands it's got markets it's got shows going on it's got um, shows for the kids you know the the clowns and the uh, well I'm not exactly a big fan of those I'd rather they uh, be put in the graveyard but whatever um, we'll go with uh, as well there's just so many people you know this city has got 20 million people in population it does not feel like it because it's so spread out the city is so spread out that you wouldn't think that there's 20 million until uh, in the evening so it's really strange for me an early bird as you can see in the background we've got the sun rising uh, as i've tried to get the best shot i possibly can in this podcast uh, for those who are just listening uh, i am sat on the rooftop of the hostel i'm staying at i have found finally found a good shot and a good place to record where hopefully there isn't too much backlash from wind uh, sound and music which is a constant con of mexico so one of the first things you should know about Mexico is there is noise everywhere. They love to play music at whatever time of day, whenever time of day, and it is very difficult to find somewhere quiet. Uh, not that I am not successful in finding that, I am indeed someone who can find success in the quieter parts of town. I will go out of my way to find a quiet place to chill and relax. And there are some places, Oaxaca and San Cristobal for instance, where it's very easy to find the quiet places. So the con maybe here is that if you are trying to have a relaxing holiday, uh, you may have to pay the premium price of a hotel uh, next to a beach somewhere, for instance, and you may have to pay that premium price. If you are staying in hostels like me, there is uh, a lot of noise going on. There's a lot of stuff happening. There is always someone doing something. So that is that. Back to Mexico City a little bit. Uh, I think one of the themes for the whole of Mexico that Mexico City embodies as well is the food. Food everywhere, different types of food, different, uh, you know, different stands, different people selling so many different tacos and dip desserts. And I feel like the con of that food is that if you go, for instance, anywhere outside of Mexico City, 
So if you're going to Cancun, if you're going to Tulum, if you're going to any of the East Coast, if you're going to Merida, Campeche, Palenque, if you're going to uh, Puerto Escondido, if you're going to Oaxaca, if you're going to uh, San Cristobal, all of those places, I would advise sticking to Mexican food. Now, many people would say, duh, Chris, obviously I'm going to just stay. I am in Mexico. I'm not going to eat anything other than Mexican food. Well, after a month of traveling, you may get bored of that, and you may find that you want to try something different. I would not advise going for Thai food, number one. I tried that. Terrible. Don't go for it. Number two, I wouldn't try going for... Um, <laughs> what, what did I have that I was really let down by? I think it was... Oh yeah, I tried sushi. Oh god, do not look me in the eyes, or if you're a listener, listen very clearly. Do not try Mexican sushi, okay? I'll leave it at that. No more, no less. Do not do it. So those two things, very non-Mexican foods, don't go for them. Uh, obviously I've had pizza here. Pizza's fine. Pizza, pizza I can live with. Pizza, you know, it's not amazing. It's just pizza. Uh, what else have I had that's non-Mexican? I don't think I've had too many things. I think my favorite things to order here is always go for tacos, always go for the smaller stands. One of my friends uh, who I've met here at the hostel uh, said to me that the best way to, to find out whether it's a really good place to eat is the plastic red chairs, uh, the lack of any sort of other tourists. So if you find like the local people eating there and whether they, uh, they're busy. And I love that. It's totally true. And the majority of the time, the price is so low. Uh, for instance, I paid for a whole, you know, I paid for like uh, two tacos, a quesadilla, uh, a can of Coke, uh, like a Diet Coke. Uh, and then I paid for my meat's taco and uh, drink as well. <laughs> Sorry. And that came to 165 pesos. Absolutely insane. So cheap. You know, when you're going in the UK, you're looking at a minimum of thirty pounds for a, a full meal for yourself. That's just you on your own. You ain't. You are not going to find that if you're in uh, Mexico, unless you're going out of your way to find somewhere extremely expensive. Uh, and you will find high quality, high quality food. In which case, if you're going for that, uh, so you are going to find that if you are willing to spend the big bucks, you're going to get that quality. You're going to find some really nice places, and you may want to treat yourself. You know you want to treat yourself. You know you want to go on holiday and have a good time. So treat yourself. If you feel like spending, you're not going to feel. If you're from the UK or if you're from the US or you're from from a first world country, you are going to feel like a little bit of a king here in terms of food. So that's always a nice thing. It's always a nicety in that sense. So that's a pro. So we've got two pros to the one con so far. The one con being uh, the noise. And I will give a con for the... I'm not going to give a con for the lack of ability to do foreign cuisine because that's not down to the Mexican people to do. It's just a piece of advice. But two pros is the, the good food and the, you know, the, the general natural beauty around here. And obviously Mexico City being absolutely stunning. Maybe you can give it three pros to the one con so far. I'm going to give you another harsh con here. If you are a drinker, you're going to love Mexico because it is it's a party central country. If you're coming to party, this is where it is to be. If you are like me, someone who doesn't, you're going to have to find ways around uh, that. You're going to have to find... Um, 
you're gonna find the the hostels that aren't party hostels. You aren't. You're gonna have to find places that don't orient orientate around alcohol. So what I would say is spend as little time as you can in Cancun. Maybe use it like I did to get over jet lag. Maybe use it as a place to be able to do tours like Chichen Itza and going to Valia um, Dad. Oh, I can't even say it properly. Um, I'm not gonna try saying it. Valia. Dude, uh, whatever. Anyway, enough of me failing with words. You're gonna find as well that Cancun, Playa Karma, Tulum, they are all party central. You may want to skip it and spend some time in Cancun and then go directly down to Bacala where it's quieter and you can go do some activities on the water where you can really enjoy yourself. Uh, where it's orientated not around alcohol and partying but around uh, the water sports and the beautiful scenery there. Uh, it's a very small town so there's not a lot to do other than being on the water but you may want that and you may want some quiet time where you can spend a few days just chilling and just enjoying the scenery which I always recommend for people to, to take some time after long travel days to enjoy the, the world around you. So, the con there is Mexico is party central. It's not great for non-partiers. You're going to find difficulties there. Number two, number three con, because we've got three, I want to go three for three here. I will say that the level of poverty here, it is 80% poverty, 20% non-poverty and I'll, I'll call that 20% what I call tourism slash well-off uh, you, know, you can't even call it well-off because Mexico City is probably the, the city that I've seen so far that has the most wealth it's wealth but the infrastructure here is beautiful so if you come if you come to directly to Mexico from Mexico City and you're expecting the rest of Mexico to be like Mexico City it is not like that in any way shape or form I've come from the central part of Mexico and also just the, even in Cancun where you think that there would be a lot of you know modernization it's not at all Cancun is basically just a you know a strip of hotels with a road going through it uh, uh, where you can get to the beach and that's it the the town there is is very yeah it's, it's not exactly high class shall we say so the con there is that for people coming here you may be or you may be struck by the sudden decrease in quality of life that is not a con for you specifically but it is a way to understand a con in their lives and an appreciation for why they are hustling so hard to be able to get those pesos to be able to sell you something that you may not want to be sold uh, and don't be offended don't find that they're going out of their way to you know come up to you and ask you to buy something just say thank you very much and move on you know and that's how i've played it so far there is no way to get around this this way of life because that's what Mexico has made but hopefully one of one of uh, the groups of people I was with we were discussing this and saying that hopefully through the increase of tourism through the increase of focus on Mexico and the fact that it allows such broad travel through the pandemic there may be an increase in finance and therefore the Mexican government can put some effort into really financing the rest of the country and not just Mexico City. So, there's that. Not, not that I'm saying Merida Campache aren't, uh, you know, cities. They are very much so. They are very, um, they, they do have their city centres, but the, apart from the city centre, the surrounding area, it just goes back to poverty and goes back to a lower standard of life. So, uh, I'm trying to be 
realistic here for those who are genuinely interested in visiting here and a real understanding of what life is like. So, yeah, that's the, the, the general gist of it for you. Three for three there. So we've got three real positives and three realistic negatives that are giving you an understanding. I'm going to go for a fourth negative here because the rest are going to be positives. Um, the only negative I can think of off the top of my head right now that really comes to mind is the fact that there's corruption, the serious corruption. As I've told you stories before of people getting mugged by the police, um, do, you, cannot, you cannot and I do not advise going out, getting drunk and being on your own at night. If you do those three combination of things, you will get robbed, you will get mugged most likely. The amount of stories I've heard from fellow travelers of people's credit cards being taken, people having to go to ATMs to bribe police, people going getting robbed by just random people taking their cash and going be careful okay don't flaunt your wealth number one one of the rules i have is that if i have this camera with me and i am taking photos i only have out during the day and i have it in places that are touristy and are not likely for people to come up to me and try and interact with me okay so be like that, be cautious, be um, very aware of your surroundings, be wary of your pockets, be wary of things going on. So if you are looking for a secure holiday and you're not wanting to think about uh, you know, these things, you may struggle here in Mexico because that is a serious con and you will, I would advise definitely if you're going out drinking to go out with a group of friends or party at the hostel and therefore you don't actually have to worry about it or at your hotel or wherever you're staying. So there is that. And I hope this is, you know, not putting you off Mexico because the rest is, is, is pros. So those four cons there, for me, they're truly important for you to get into. So noise, the corruption, the poverty, uh, and the fourth one. What, what, what was the fourth one? I've already got lost it in my head. Noise, poverty, corruption... Ah, of course, party animal. So noise, poverty, corruption, and the party, non-stop partying in Mexico. That's really easy. Simple four cons there for you as a person. One of my, a, a couple of my friends from the UK really recommended the east coast of Mexico, uh, and I, I, I don't know whether they read me very well. I don't think they. I'm starting to question whether they know me very well uh, after them recommending me to go to that part because I don't drink. I don't do. I don't do partying. It's not in my nature at all. I'm much more into the following pros. Uh, obviously being the Mex Mexico City uh, side of things is, is if, um, Mexico City is a pro in itself I cannot believe how beautiful it is here I cannot believe the size I cannot believe the amount of things to do I spent yesterday I did 40,000 steps yesterday I did a 7 mile run in the morning and I tell you what if, I, if you run and you really want a good place to go Mexico City is built for running it is beyond a beautiful place to run in you are looking around where you're running you're, you're absorbing everything that's coming up in your life you, you cannot stop absorbing all of the amazing things you're seeing around you I was running down the main street strip of Mexico City uh, and they had a whole day for cyclists and runners they cut they closed down the roads so that cyclists and runners could run and cycle through the city and not get uh, interrupted by the cars or feel like they're going to be uh, run over by the cars although at one point I did have to push this poor kid uh, make sure he was okay because I was really worried that there was a car that was going to uh, get him because there was this one road where the um, cyclists and the runners split off 
So the cars would go right, and the cyclists and runners would go left. And this kid looked like he was veering off to the right, so I had to, you know, try and get him in Spanish to, to move to the left. And I, I was like, vamos, vamos, vamos. And, I, and thankfully he did go to the left, and he didn't get run over by a bloody Range Rover, which was nearing very closely to him. And this, and I didn't see any parents in sight. I was very worried, very. My, uh, my parental uh, instincts kicked in there. I was like, no, <laughs> not today, not on my watch. So I made sure that that, that didn't happen. But running Mexico City, that that's like a sub pro that's like a just just within mexico city i'm going to keep it as one of the pros for mexico city so mexico city food food here mexican food amazing like i said the nature around here uh is just that temp that 20 percent i was talking about of non-poverty when I talk about that, I'm talking about the amazing beaches, the lagoons, the cenotes, the uh, the Mayan architecture, the the cities and the places where you can get lost in the culture of, for instance, just walking around Oaxaca City or walking around uh, San Cristobal or walking around Campeche. There is a level of beauty just by absorbing these local areas so these towns these cities have so much to give and i feel like that's a pro in itself right there is that walking around towns and cities here in the day you feel safe but also it is just so much to see in such a short period of time uh, i feel that even though i've been in mexico for a month i could easily uh like a few of my friends said you could spend three months here and still not cover the whole of the country um, so natural environment mexico city um again i keep saying these i had a third pro didn't i already take this moment to to really think it through oh so mexico city natural environment and food so far i'm gonna add to that i'm gonna add the fact that you can literally pay minimum amount of money and cross the entire country by bus now if you're someone who isn't a fan of buses Fair enough, okay. But the Mexican bus uh, service, ADO, or OCC, are fantastic. It's, it's basically the National Express from the UK in Mexico. It is just as good, and it is uh, it's just so cheap. You're paying, for instance, when I went from uh, Oaxaca down to Puerto Escadido, it was an 11-hour trip. I think it cost me something around 900 pesos, uh, something along the lines of 40 to 50 quid. That's 11 hours drive, right? If that was in the UK, there's no way I'd be paying 40 to 50 pounds. I'd be paying, you know, 200, 300 pounds, because uh, that's basically going from Reading to Scotland, the Highlands, and it is insane the the prices you're paying. I'm probably overpricing it. I'm probably there's probably I'm probably paying 30 pounds, but I haven't really kept a track of the uh, spending. On, on in while in Mexico because it is so cheap so that is a you know a fifth con in itself the fourth the fourth being uh, the transport amazing transport yes there is no uh, yes no yes no maybe I don't know can you repeat the question sorry um, let's take this moment to to for the viewers who are just listening I'm sorry you're missing out on another sunrise for those watching let's watch as the airplane flies through the sky and the sun rises over the mountains in behind me within Mexico City. <sighs> what a life. Do, do, do. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that moment there for a minute.
that that's that's another thing just embracing life in general that's not a pro that's just generally life in in, in general going traveling traveling a pro in traveling is you appreciating life and uh, and just i don't know it makes you understand why there's so many good things at home, but it also makes you understand what your purpose is because you can't travel forever. I've seen loads of people who are like, oh, I've traveled for like, you know, years, played, traveled for months, traveled for the whole of this year. And I understand that, I understand, but it is almost a reality check for me. I would never do that. I've now realized like traveling for a year would not be a, a good use of my time. This has been a fantastic piece of time off and I can't wait to have my next month off in the US. But after that, it's made me realize like I can utilize this time in such a way uh, at home as well. And I can continue to be effective and I know exactly what I'm gonna do. And God damn it, you know, the, the, in your mind, you're thinking that you can continue your routine when you travel. You can't. I don't think for, even for me, someone who is regimented to the point that I am at, it is very difficult to be able to continue the stuff you're doing. So I have still, I've focused in on two things really, reading, writing, and then podcasting as well. And even with podcasting, I've been late. So it is, again, I don't know if, that, that's not really a con of Mexico, that's just a con of traveling in, in general, is that you may find it very difficult to continue your regimes. Uh, I have tried to meditate, I've tried to do uh, languaging, language learning, although language learning is just a, a day-to-day -day life here, so I don't really need to do Duolingo, so I've uninstalled it on my phone because I'm in Mexico. That is my challenge, is being able to order food in Spanish everywhere, all times. Back to the other pros. So you can travel everywhere, and then you can also um, pay minimum amount of money for everything. So I'm gonna go into that pro. So minimum of money, where would you say the cheapest place is, Chris? Well, I'm glad you asked, listener. The cheapest places are, for me, in the center of Mexico. You are gonna look at Oaxaca and San Cristobal as a little bit higher price San Cristobal to Oaxaca, or if you're going to Merida, Campache, Palenque, the central part of the country, very cheap compared to, for instance, the East Coast. The East Coast in Cancun, Plama, Cartman, Playa de Carmen, and Tulum are well overpriced. I would say to you that you are going to be playing, paying American prices if you are in those areas. So I would also advise that Mexico City is actually very cheap as well, and you can get around on the metro very cheaply. I put 100 pesos on there, and it's lasted me the entire time I've been here. I am leaving tomorrow and I feel that the pricing to get around the country complements the fact that it's a cheap country in itself. But you just need to know where to go. If you do go into the touristy areas, you will get ripped off. There will be areas where they are looking to bring in people from outside of Mexico. You can normally tell those. They are not normally orientated to the traveler for instance you may spot a sports bar with uh, american football playing in the background they are looking for you they are looking for the american tourists to come in and spend their money but like i said earlier with the food if you spot the locals there you're less likely to get ripped off and you're more likely to spend a very cheap uh, amount of pesos on your uh, general you know food 
travels. I haven't purchased many things. I haven't purchased anything apart from a couple of pairs of shorts, but I'll give you a good idea. So two pairs of Adidas shorts, 300 pesos, around four, four pounds each. So you're paying four pounds for a pair of shorts each. Um, to me, that's amazing. I love that. And then they're really nice um, Adidas shorts with the uh, zips in. So security there as well. So generally, you know, there's five really good ones. You've got the the nature, you've got Mexico City as a whole, because I, I just feel like this city deserves a pro in itself. The food, the ability to get across the country, either via bus like me, where I've done the majority, but I did fly from Porto Escudido to Mexico City. And that cost me, I think it was around 70, 80 pounds because baggage included. You can do it for you can do it for 60 quid without baggage. But if you're a traveller like me, you will be bringing a suitcase or a backpack in this terms. So watch out for that. And then you can, if you're doing buses, the baggage is included, so you don't need to worry about the price. Obviously, you may have to add a few days because you're traveling via bus and it's a massive country. Uh, I think one of my the people I met said that it's the equivalent of going from Switzerland to Russia, or in my case, going from the bottom of England all the way to the top of Scotland. Uh, very good, you know, geographic ge geographic references there for you. It gives you a good visualization of the, the size and the, the, you know, the depth of Mexico. Nate, I, I am going to add uh, travel to nature here in the sense that when you're traveling, and you are traveling during the day and you're traveling through the center of Mexico, you're gonna see some absolutely stunning mountainous regions in the center of Mexico. And it changes. It goes from the East Coast where you've got just, you know, barren greenery, very little going on to mountainous regions where it's just absolutely amazing. And it really contrasts and gives you a real good idea of how amazing Mexico is, naturally speaking. and in combination with traveling. So we've got nature, Mexico City, we've got amazing food, we've got great tra <laughs> public transport, we've got, uh, oh, con to the public transport, it's not on Google Maps. If you are on, in Mexico and you are traveling, then you will find that if you are outside of Mexico City, you will not be able to use Google Maps, you will have to use my recommendation of BusBud, which is fully in English, and that will give you uh, a uh, general like it'll give you pricing it'll book your ticket for you it'll give you confirmation by email uh, and then you're sorted you can also book directly through ADO and the ADO app on your phone it is in Spanish though so you may struggle with that so bus but I recommend or use Rome to rear either way gives you a good idea of where to book your tickets and then obviously the fifth one is that Mexico is very cheap and it gives you a great way to be able to spend your western money and not have to worry about overspending uh, unless as i said you are on the eastern coast of mexico of mexico on a whole are there any more pros on the whole well i'm sure other people can think of many maybe the the nature includes all of the amazing animals like crocodiles and cranes and just a, an absolute breadth of, of different nature. Uh, what did I photograph? I photographed uh, whales and dolphins yesterday morning, uh, which is something that I've never been able to do. I've never seen dolphins or whales in my life before. So this was an absolute pleasure to be able to go out on a boat, uh, pay, I think it was uh, something along the lines of 30 or 40 pounds, uh, and go out for the morning and, and photograph some amazing 
you know, dolphins and whales in their natural habitat. And it's it, they are putting on a show for you. They clearly are. They understand the, the, the nature of things going on around them and that human beings are there to see them. But apart from that, I would just say Mexico is a diverse, beautiful place. Yes, it has partying going on. Yes, it is a noisy place, but you can find quiet and you can find uh, things to do here for the non-partying traveller. Pros and cons, as I said. I hope this podcast has given you a real good understanding of what Mexico is there to offer. And I look forward to beginning my new series of the USA uh, with you for four more podcasts uh, before I return to the United Kingdom. And I hope you've really enjoyed the information I provided. So this has been a Taylor's Tales podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. And as always, I hope to see you this time next week. Bye now.